0: On this episode of the Bible Story Podcast, Saul is still on the hunt
1: for David. Will he find him? Will he finally kill David? Stay tuned and hear the story and learn a valuable lesson.
0: The lesson is, we, we all, all need, need help. help.
1: Well, hello, hello, friends. My name is Braden Pohoich, and across from me is John Drebert.
0: Glad you could join us today. We are looking forward to sharing another story about Saul and David.
1: Last week's story was about a sheep farmer and his wife, Abigail.
0: Now, uh, it turned out that the sheep farmer, uh, he was kind of mean. and he repaid. Yeah, he was rude. Uh, He was mean and he was rude and he repaid David's kindness that David had shown him with evil.
1: Yeah, long story short, this man died and David died then married Abigail.
0: So the story taught us an important lesson. We all need to be redirected toward God. Today's story
1: is from 1 Samuel, continuing on our series. 1 Samuel chapter 26. It appears that King Saul still wants to get rid of David.
0: Yeah. And so the men of Ziph sent word to King Saul about where David was and, and, and his men, and where they were hiding. So Saul immediately he got together 3,000 elite troops and set off to pursue David.
1: Now, we have to remember that David has already spared Saul's life once before.
0: Yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of a funny story. I enjoyed the bathroom kind of scene. I know. Any and it was fun. any toilet humor for you, John? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Saul was going to the bathroom in a cave, the same cave David and his men were hiding in.
1: Yeah, it was the perfect opportunity for David to kill Saul, but he didn't. Instead, he cut off a corner of
0: Saul's robe to prove that he could have killed him, but chose not to. Mm, And this was a big deal, right? And and Saul promised, after this whole encounter, Saul promised not to harm David. Yet, here he is again, hunting for David and his men, wanting to kill them. Yeah.
1: Next time you're in the uh, bathroom stall, I'm going to cut off a piece of your pant leg. Oh, that would be awful. <laughs> and why would you be in my bathroom stall? I'm, not in your, I'm in the stall next to you. Oh. It's two separate stalls. I get it. <laughs> uh, all right. So <clears throat> one night, David slipped down to Saul's camp to check things out. To his amazement, everybody was asleep.
0: Yeah, they were. But they, were, they had this kind of interesting sleep formation. So the soldiers made this ring with their blankets around um, to sleep in. And then they, they, they protected Saul and Abner. And Abner was like the um, general of mm. Saul's army. So they protected Saul and Abner who were in the middle of this ring that the soldiers had made with their blankets. And everybody was sleeping really, really well. At this point, they were sleeping super deep.
1: Yeah. So the idea would be that if anyone tried to approach Saul, the soldiers would hear it or hear someone like stepping yeah, over. Yeah, they'd them have or... to like
0: walk on these soldiers first. Yeah. And there's 3,000 of them. Remember that.
1: That's a lot of men. It is. Yep. Uh, David and Abishai slipped down in the middle of the ring. No one noticed at all. So clearly they're very quiet. Uh, it was incredible. And they were right beside
0: Abner and Saul. You know, I get a picture of, like, David and Abishai, or Abishi, or I don't know how to say his name, but they're a lot like you and I. Pretty quiet, pretty, like, stealth mode. Uh, What do you
1: mean? No. That's not us? I may be stealth mode. We're certainly not quiet. No. Okay. Yeah, quiet? Not at all. We were at a busy coffee. Time out. Okay. Pre-story. Pre-story. We were at a busy coffee shop the other day. Yeah. Uh, My wife went to the bathroom. I was talking with one individual in a room of probably 40, and she said she, I was the only voice she could hear from the bathroom across the whole coffee shop,
0: <laughs> behind a closed door. So, in other words... Not still. <laughs> you and I could not play the role of David and Abishai. No.
1: We're not graceful enough either. We'd for sure trip over something.
0: Oh, we'd... <laughs> yeah, they would wake sorry, up. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Just go back to sorry. sleep. Shh,
1: shh. There's All nothing right. to see here.
0: Well... Um, once David is and, and his friend are in the middle of this ring, uh, they notice, David noticed Saul's spear on the ground and a water, uh, a water jug. And so Abishai wanted to kill Saul with his own spear, but David said, no way. He wouldn't let him do it. So they grabbed the two items and they began, they leave the inside of this ring and then they begin to climb the hill opposite the camp.
1: Okay, so listen to what it says here. 1 Samuel chapter 26, verses 13 to 16, it says, David climbed the hill opposite the camp until he was at a safe distance. Then he shouted down to the soldiers and to Abner, son of Ner. Wake up, Abner. Who is it, Abner demanded. Well, Abner, you're a great man, aren't you? David taunted. Where in all of Israel is there anyone as mighty? So why haven't you guarded your master, the king, when someone came to kill him? This isn't good at all. I swear by the Lord that you and your men deserve to die because you failed to protect your master, the Lord's anointed. Look around. Where are the king's spear and jug of water that were beside
0: his head? Now, Saul recognized his son-in-law, David's voice. And so he says, is that you, my son, David? And David acknowledged that it was him and then questioned why Saul was trying to kill him. Then he told him that he had his spear.
1: Again, just like in the cave, David proved that he was in a position to kill Saul, but chose not to. Twice he has spared Saul's life, even though Saul was literally hunting him.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, Saul, he was grieved by his actions and acknowledged that what he was doing was sinful. And And he promised again not to harm David. Saul even went as far as to invite David back home with him. It seemed like he was really sorry. Yeah, we've seen this a few times from Mm -hmm. Saul uh, on many different occasions
1: with Samuel the prophet, with David, with... There's a lot of, uh, I'm sorry, back and forth.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have a problem acknowledging that he's He's sorry. He's a wishy-washy guy. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, But... David was not a fool and refused to go back with him. He turns down his invitation. So instead, he and his men stay in the strongholds that they have established within the wilderness.
0: Now, there's always something important to learn in these stories. And again, this one's, this one's a, a little bit tricky for us to learn today. It's, uh, it's got some nuance, shall we say. Mm. Hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, it is, it's, it's definitely tricky. Um, but really, really important. So notice how Saul um said all of the right things to David. Like he's apologizing. It seems like he's sorry. Um, this pretty, you know, similar to the time that David cut the hem of Saul's robe. And Saul also at that point said all of the right things,
0: yeah, that's right. So in these moments, in those moments where David had proved Saul's wrongdoing, Saul's response, it seemed in that moment, very genuine, but it just didn't last. I mean, he was, again, hunting David and trying to kill him. So Saul would, again, feel threatened by David, and it would just kind of repeat itself over and over again. Yeah.
1: So the lesson is this, okay? So repentance needs to be both heartfelt and enduring to be genuine, meaning it needs to last. You can't just like, oh, I'm sorry, and then the next minute turn around.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it can't just be a simply... Oh, that hurt your feelings, Braden. I'm sorry. And then I call you another mean name. Yeah, exactly. So we can't just change our minds once, you know, our emotions get the
1: better of us. Just like we kind of see Saul here, you know, choosing the right thing has to endure beyond all of the changing emotions and the changing circumstances that we might face.
0: Yeah, and this is, an, this is important on both sides of the equation, mm-hmm. right? So let's say, let's say you have a friend, kind of like David is in this circumstance, and that friend is pretty rude and mean and, and and you talk to them about it and you confront them and they seem really sorry like Saul was, but a couple of days later, the same thing happens. Yeah. At this point, you know, it might be best to distance
1: yourself from that person. You know, they've they have shown you that they don't
0: value you enough to change and treat you well. Now, this is a this is particularly important when it comes to a relationship. to that can be considered dangerous, kind of like Saul and David had here. Mm-hmm. You know, abusive or neglect neglectful relationships are often very hard to leave. In these types of scenarios or relationships, it's always best to reach out for help from someone like a teacher or the police or or an agency like, um, what's it called, Child and Family Services here mm-hmm. in Alberta. I got that name right. Yep. Well, um, and then, there, you know, all these individuals, they just have to be trusted individuals who are, you know, who are able to help keep you and the people you love safe.
1: Yeah. And, and on the other side of that, there's also, you know, we all, I think we all can relate to this idea of struggling with sin and stepping back into it or constantly being tripped up by the same sinful behavior.
0: Kind of like right? Saul was.
1: Yeah. If, we ha- if we're rude or maybe sarcastic or always um, judgy, mm-hmm. right? Um, we understand that that's harmful behavior, that that's sinful behavior, but we ourselves can keep getting tripped up by that or stuck in that pattern. Mm-hmm. So perhaps, and not even perhaps, but a good thing to do in those scenarios also is to talk to a trusted individual, a friend, teacher, a pastor, a counselor. Um, Those individuals can also help in that situation.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think the point is is regardless of what side you find yourself on, and and truthfully, we're going to find ourselves on both sides of the equation from time to time. We all need help. Specifically, we need help from sin. Mm -hmm. So we all need help. Growth tip time.
1: A growth tip is a way for you and us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ.
0: So what do you have for us today, Braden?
1: Well, uh, pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I think attending a church and being a part of a Christian community is really important.
0: What if? Okay. Yep. I agree. Yep. I, I totally agree. What if the listener is already attending church?
1: Okay, well, I've already thought about that. Oh, here's oh here here's the steps I recommend. Okay, okay. One, attend church. Yeah, Find a church p- that you like going to. Yep. Find a church that you know meets your needs, your personality, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, second, connect with people who are there. You know, share struggles that you have with each other and encourage one another. Just like we said in our lesson,
0: reach out, help. That's a really simple. And really great tip. I like Hard that. Hard to do a lot. though. Hard yeah, to share
1: I, when you want to reach out to people.
0: It is. And it's a little bit scary being a newcomer into any group. So totally. you're going to have to put your brave pants on. I have my brave pants on today. Uh, I do. Totally do.
1: That's good. That's good. I have
0: to go somewhere new.
1: Oh. Later good. tonight. Brave I'm not, pants.
0: I got to put my brave pants on. I'm going to a conference and I don't know anybody there.
1: I don't know if your brave pants should necessarily be black leather, but.
0: They're not black leather. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're so glad you all could oh, join man. us today. We really love... Uh, we would love to have you come to Covenant Bay Bible Camp this summer and meet us face-to-face. Uh, so check, up, check out our lineup of events, uh, all at covenantbay.ca.
0: Hey, remember, there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We
1: all need help, and we pray that you are all able to find help in the situations
0: you need. We love you guys. Have a great week.